Welcome to episode number 85 of the Resale Brothers Podcast. I'm Colton. I'm Willin DeWiss. I'm flying with no notes today. No notes. You don't know what you're going to talk about. I had no Just idea. By the seat of your pants. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Wesley said he came prepared today. So I got I'm, notes today. I'm, I'm I, taking it easy. I've uh, got some rest since uh, last <laughs> week, so I'm good. I'm good to go. Glad to hear <clears> it. <throat> well, did you get to do any sourcing this week? Um, not a ton. Not a ton. Not a ton. I a didn't little get bit. to do a ton either. Really? I got well. well so Friday, normally okay. the, the I figured you at day. least did that. Right. Yeah. Uh, I didn't do the whole thing though. Okay. So now that my friend Sean lives in Lagrange, he always wants to grab lunch. Normally we go on another day so I can do the full thrifting thing, but I, my weekend was packed, so I said, well, "Let's grab lunch. I'll just go to Lagrange today." Uh, and then I'll figure something else out the rest of the weekend. Didn't end up figuring anything else out, so I just went to Lagrange this okay. week. Okay. How was it? It was good. Okay. Uh, there was a lot of people there again. Mhm. Possibly more so than last time. Were they as crazy? They were not as crazy. That's good. Uh, there was, uh, I was number 60 in line. Okay. And I got there right at 8 o'clock. Oh, there's a lot of people. A lot of people. But these fools weren't looking for the good stuff this week. I'm, okay. I'm telling you, I got all so you, kinds of good stuff. You loaded up. Huh? Loaded up. I can't right. talk about it just yet. It'll be coming in the segments later. Okay. But I did good. Well, you know what we can talk about right now. What? We hit a thousand followers. That's on right, Instagram. ladies and gentlemen. We did it. I didn't have my sound bites ready, so it's gonna be a little bit delayed, but I'm not gonna let it happen without a nice applause. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we finally hit finally a hit thousand it. followers. Uh I'm gonna do some shout outs. The fire sellers. Mm-hmm. Uh that is uh, I if I butcher your name, my bad. You have to let me know. But it's Camilla and Kang. Thank you very much. Uh, husband and wife reselling team. All right. And they're out of Texas. Okay. I did not know that. Me neither. Uh, but they hit me up and they're like, yes. Yeah. So they said something about Texas resellers unite or something like that. All right. Like, All right. Cool. But uh, the reason they're getting a shout out is because they made a post on their page. Okay. And they're like, hey, help the resale brothers get to a thousand. All right. A few away, this and that. Uh, and that's when we started, you know. Well, we were some... only, what, like eight away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... That's a big part of how we got there. So appreciate it, Camilla and yeah, Kang. Thank y'all very much. Uh, and then Free Time Pickers. Free Time Pickers. Free Time Pickers is a family reselling group or team. Okay. And they were our 1,000th follower. All right. So thank you, Free Time Pickers. Yes, thank and you very thank much. Thank you to all the supporters. Absolutely. And friends and family mm-hmm. and all y'all. So yeah. wouldn't be here without you. That's right. And now that we are at our 1,000th. Right. It is time. It is time. We've been teasing it for a month or two now. We have. We have. Uh, So we're going to do our joke contest. Right. So once this podcast comes out, feel free to start sending us whatever kind of jokes you want to send us. Um, It's going to be a two-week contest. Right. um, Because right now we don't have the prize packages. Right. Yeah, we gotta we gotta put that together. So after the podcast, start sending them. Next podcast, we'll reveal the prizes, mm-hmm. and we may uh, just go ahead and read some of them that we know aren't going to win. Right. On right. The next podcast, and uh, give some shout outs. And uh, the week after that, we will pick a winner or two winners or mm-hmm. however many we decide to. So uh, this podcast will come out on the 29th. The week after that is the sixth. May you 6th. should have your. Uh, Joke submitted by let's say May eighth. That way, if we record early that week, we'll, okay. we'll be able to pick some winners. So get your jokes in by May eighth. Yeah, there's no stipulations on the jokes. Nope. They can be terrible. They can, which be... we tend to like them sometimes. <laughs> yeah. They can be. The only thing I would say is don't make them too long. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know how many we're gonna end up getting submitted, but mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of reading a paragraph type joke. Right. Right. You know? And so. this is a a family friendly podcast, so keep that in mind as well. <laughs> well, I mean, if you send a dirty one, we'll read it. <laughs> oh yeah. Not on the podcast, right. probably. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and it probably won't win. But <laughs> feel free to send whatever. Right? And we're we're picking the best and the worst. Yeah. So there's at least two winners, right. that, you know, depending on what kind of prize packages we put together. Mm-hmm. Maybe there'll be some honorable mentions or right. something. But as of right now, best and worst. Get them in, ladies and gentlemen. I can't wait to see them. And what do we mean by worst? Like just the dumbest dad joke? or just... Yeah, I'm, it's not going to be the least funny one because then, I mean, there's no yeah, point in that. Yeah. 
it's gonna be the one that makes me like groan laughing because yeah, it's so like, terrible that was so dumb but i love it <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly right, cool. exactly well yeah so get your get your jokes in by may 8th we'll announce a winner on the podcast after that and thank y'all so much for all the followers we absolutely. really appreciate it we absolutely do uh yeah i mean i ain't got no notes this week i don't know what i'm gonna talk about well i'll just lead the way all right sounds great uh so here's one reason I didn't do a lot of sourcing this weekend. Okay. I was at a baby shower. Oh, What yeah. is a grown man doing at a baby <laughs> shower? And where were you, by the way? I had a baby practice. Uh-huh. Sure you did. <laughs> and now uh, our cousin uh, Jeff and his wife, Kami, are having their first baby, so mm-hmm. congratulations, congratulations to them. Uh, went to the baby shower. It was a good time. I mean, it's all family, you right. know, and uh, the kids all had little cousins to play with. Um. So yeah, that that took up my Saturday, mm-hmm. um, and then I had to fix the chicken coop. That took up another day or another evening. At what least. was wrong with the chicken coop? So, well, I'll tell you a couple things. On Sunday, Cecily went to church with our mom. Right, Angus he didn't want to go. He's like, I want to sleep in. That's uh-huh. what he does. He a boy likes to sleep and eat. That's his two favorite things to do. Hey, me too. Me too. <laughs> But uh, while she was gone, mom calls. Uh-huh. And she's like, hey, we're at Tractor Supply. Like, uh, ah, I know. Uh, it's springtime. I know uh, exactly what that means. Yep. She's like, Cecily wants to know if she can get some baby chickens. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't care, you know, whatever. Now, they're not going to live in the chicken coop. Right. But for that to happen, my baby chicken coop mm-hmm. that is snake proof. Right. Rabbits live in it right now. Ah. So right now I have baby chickens in my bathtub. <laughs> they're in a in a tub inside right, right, of the bathtub, right, right. so it's not like they're pooping all over the bathtub. Yeah. But it causes a chain reaction, see? Uh-huh. So I have to have a place for these baby chickens when they're a couple weeks old now. Right. Or a couple more weeks older. So now I have to put smaller wire on the big rabbit pen mm-hmm. because the wire is too big for the rabbits right now. They can sneak out right and that's how i got a rabbit with a broken leg last time uh-huh. so i gotta fix that pin move the rabbits there and then the chicken pin the big chicken pin mm-hmm. eventually they'll end up in there well gilbert my goat my male goat he's uh pretty destructive yes so he's been like headbutting and tearing <laughs> up my chicken wire on my big chicken coop right so i had to fix that uh-huh uh, like I said, big chain reaction. Right. Uh, so all that's been going down, and I fixed it. Well, half the chickens had gone out of that hole, uh-huh. and they were living in the goat pen, and then they'd come into the chicken pen at night, mm-hmm. which is fine. Right. But every now and then, one gets picked off yeah. by some some sort of wild animal, uh-huh. you know, or one of my dogs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm fixing all that. Well, half of them were outside so to catch them. And take them back into the coop. Uh huh. Well, we got that big rooster, Canelo. Mm-hmm. And he's a big rooster. Yeah. Got some big old, do they have large talons? Yeah. He had big, you know, he's <laughs> got big feet. Terrifying. He's the sweetest rooster we've ever had. Really? Well, yeah. We did have one named Elvis a long time ago, but uh-huh. since then, they've all been mean. Right. This is the sweetest one we've had since then. Huh. But, uh, me and Jenner are trying to catch him. Right. He only knows the hole to go back in. Mm-hmm. Well, it's plugged up now. He can't get in. Right. So we're chasing him, and Jenna's scared to death of this rooster. <laughs> she's not scared of snakes. Right. I'm the scared one of snakes, but she's scared of this rooster. So we're having a hard time catching him. And uh, I go back out there in the evening, and I catch him. He was roosting on top of the chicken pen. Mm-hmm. So I caught him, took him back, threw him in the chicken coop. And uh, he did so good, Canelo said, uh, could I take him to KFC? <laughs> And I was like, why Why do you want to go to KFC? You know what he said? What did he say? He wanted to t- see the chicken strip. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's what we're looking for. That is exactly what we're looking for. That'll win you a prize right there, ladies and gentlemen. Goodness gracious. So I have a friend. There's nothing to do with resale, but on the topic of animals. Uh, I don't know what his official title is, but he basically observes lizards and frogs. Observes them. Like if you wanted to do new construction in Austin and you had to make sure there was no endangered species I, I on gotcha. it. Yeah. Um, and he was telling us we were in the parking lot of our practice space and there was a whippoorwill 
mm-hmm. uh, well, what do you call it when a bird call a bird call uh, in the parking lot, and uh, so he was telling us all about whippoorwills. They're <laughs> nocturnal. They look like they have a tiny beak, but they don't. Well, I mean, they do have a tiny beak, but their mouths, <laughs> their their jaws unhinge, uh, and okay. they're like a snake. Mouth, yeah, it opens like completely wide, and the reason you only hear them at night is because that's when they eat. They open their mouths as wide as they can go, and they just fly around and suck up bugs into their Okay, mouths. that's one way to do it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know. And then uh, we started talking about snakes and stuff, and I don't know if you remember we killed a coral snake out here. Yeah. And we got its skin on a plaque. Mm-hmm. He said be very careful even when you cut their heads off if you get any of the venom like even in an open cut yeah it could stop your heart instantly from a coral snake yeah i mean they are super poisonous yeah good thing is they don't have fangs mm-hmm. but yeah i mean you don't want to get the poison inside your body yeah i didn't know he <laughs> said it was something like so rattlesnake venom basically makes your your, your skin swell mm-hmm. and he said that attack the coral snake venom attacks your nervous system so it's just like instantaneous yeah well, that's good thing they don't have fangs because <laughs> yeah. we've killed two or three at our house. Uh-huh. And a lot of times they just crawl right. One crawled right over Jenna's foot, you know. Mm-hmm. But if they tried to bite you, it didn't do anything. Right. That's why they're dangerous for kids because uh-huh. they're like just gnaw on them yeah. until they get the poison in them. Uh-huh. But kind of like a, a daddy long leg, you know. Right. They say they're super poisonous, mm-hmm. but their mouse is too little to bite you. Right. Yeah. Which I need to fact check that. I feel like that might be a... Uh, it could be urban myth and i don't even know like this is another thing are daddy long legs native to texas <laughs> i mean we know they're here right but is it like a, a spider that's everywhere yeah i don't know i don't know we need to learn about daddy long legs this podcast is just going to turn into animal talk i mean it always turns into something <laughs> yeah. other than not just resale it was had to rename it the resale brothers and just random just nonsense the resale brothers etc Etc. Okay, I like that. Uh, so yeah, that went that went somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it did. It did indeed. But that's why I haven't been sourcing y'all. Uh-huh. I had a lot of things to do, uh, but I did do a little bit and uh, bring up a picture. I don't know which where we're going first. I but think let's we got see. the loft first. Okay. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, I am ashamed. <laughs> I am ashamed. This is my workspace right now. Uh-huh. And this is taken with a panorama right. version of, yeah. of, you know, on your phone or whatever. So it doesn't really, it, it probably looks worse than it actually is because it's kind of squeezing the room together. Right. But it is a mess. Yeah. It's so bad. Well, I wish I should have taken a picture. I mean, you you probably noticed walking in here, the yeah, front is much cleaner. Much cleaner. That's what it looked like. I mean, yeah. you couldn't see the floor. And the, the problem here is I don't go up there unless I'm working. Right. And when I'm working, I'm just packaging. That's yeah. pretty much it. Yeah. But I go up there. I can still find stuff in here, believe it or not. <laughs> Insane to me. Um, I can still find stuff. <laughs> the problem is like, packaging stuff like there's right. no f- there's no floor space there's no table space there's, uh-huh. there's absolutely n- nowhere for me to do stuff so i'm bumping into stuff i'm stepping on stuff mm-hmm. well uh jenna this morning she's like we should work on this <laughs> so i went up there i went in the loft and i stood around and i'm just looking at it i'm like it's so daunting what am i gonna do yeah where do what? you start exactly and i'm like so can I move some of this furniture in a different way? Move my desk, right? Move this like a better way. Move my clothes racks, like just to free up some space. Mm-hmm. Not really, right? There's not a lot I can do in there. Uh, it's set up decently, other than all the stuff everywhere. <laughs> yeah. So she uh, she's listens podcast quite a bit. Dana K White is the lady who runs it. Okay. And it's like how to manage your home as far as like cleanliness right. and uh, organization and things like that. And she's like, Dana K. White would say, take two trash bags up there or something. <laughs> and I'm like, all right. So I get two con- contractor bags. Uh-huh. And we went up there earlier today. And we probably only spent 30 minutes up there. Mm-hmm. And it already looks 10 times yeah. better. It's cr- You stand there for an hour staring at it like, what am I going to do? Yeah. Once you just start throwing away stuff. It goes so quick. Yeah. It wasn't... I mean... It looks nothing like this. It's mm-hmm. still a lot of stuff, but right. it's so much cleaner. And that was just 20, 30 minutes. We're not right. We're not done at all. But my plan is I got this futon here in the middle. Mm-hmm. And it was always like, well, if somebody what if comes somebody over, comes yeah. over? 
they can sleep up there. It'll lay flat and right. put a TV up there and everything. But now it's like, this is the full-fledged eBay room, uh-huh. resale room. So I don't need this futon anymore. Right. Now I'm going to have to carry it back down my ladder, mm-hmm. which will be fun. But I'll just take it apart, I guess. Oh, yeah. But uh, the plan is now, like, let's get rid of the things that don't have anything to do with my work. Mm-hmm. And maybe get another clothes rack, get some drawers, some different organizational right. things. So, yeah, that's, uh, I am ashamed, <laughs> but it's getting better. It's getting well, better. My realization came when every time I pack stuff for the post office, I put it all in, in an Ikea bag. Mm-hmm. So I pack stuff one day, get it all laid out on the table, I'll label, print out my scan sheet. Go to my truck. There's no IKEA bags in there, mm-hmm. so I have a shelf in here that I keep spare ones and open it up. No IKEA bags because you take them so often and never fill them up at the thrift. So they were all in here full of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "All right, I can't carry all of these packages, and I can't see the floor in here. So something's <laughs> got to change." Yeah, and uh, it wasn't even necessary. Like I didn't get rid of much. I, the donation box that I keep in here is full right now. So I got rid of a few things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really even list that much that day, so it wasn't like I was taking stuff out. It was just consolidating all of it into 50 Ikea bags to four Ikea bags. Yeah. Which was a, a task, but it went way quicker than I thought it would. Yeah, that was kind of the plan. It's like the two bags, one was a donation bag, mm-hmm. which there's things on this side of the room uh-huh. that... I've had forever that I've never posted, and right. it's like I'm going through it. And I'm like, why would? I, why do I even have this? Yeah, I don't want to post it. Yeah. So one bag is just like full of just junk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's getting donated. Another bag was trash, and then I filled up a box. I was like, I'm not going to post this. But this is great for the antique mall. Why right. is this up here? Yeah. You know, it's just it's gotten overwhelming over time. And you don't even realize what you have anymore. Well, that's the thing. <laughs> Every time I clean, I'm like, oh dang, I found. Oh, I can't talk about it yet. It's in my finds. I found a really cool pair of jeans that, mm-hmm. that we'll talk about okay. later that I forgot I had. And it wasn't even that long ago. It was like a month ago that I got them. It just, I sat another Ikea bag on top of it and yeah. forgot about it. Well, that that's what happens up here a lot. I'll, I'll buy a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. and I'll take it, you know, I'll take it to work or something. Right. And I'll post the things that are eBay worthy. Right. And the other things are still in that bag. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll bring that bag up into the loft and I'll set it down. Right. Before, and a lot of times it might be a week or two before I take stuff out and put it where it needs to go. Uh huh. Well, sometimes that stuff's still in that bag and right. it just sits there. Yeah. And then, like, when I'm going through it, I'm like, I forgot. <laughs> I have this. Why is it here? It needs right. to be at the antique mall. You uh-huh. know? So uh, it's going to be a process, but it's time. Yeah. It's yeah. time to get rid of some stuff, and I guess it's spring. It's spring cleaning, right? Yeah, and I can't wait for everybody else to do that, too. Oh, yeah. Well, that works out well for us, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. spring cleaning and garage sale season. Uh-huh. People get rid of their junk, which ends up being our gold sometimes. So. Yeah, no, and that that tends... What my process usually is, is after I go sourcing on the weekend, I come in here, and the stuff that is, A, I know fast selling, and B, easy to list, don't need to test, clean, or whatever, that's mm-hmm. what I list first. And then I start going down the line as things get more and more difficult to test and list. And then whatever is at the bottom of that list usually stays in an Ikea bag. And then the next week gets another Ikea bag stacked on top yeah. of it. And then that Ikea bag goes through the same process. So eventually I end up with, you know, a month's worth of Ikea bags that have the last thing I want to list in it. Right. But every once in a while, something gets by and it just gets at the bottom of the pile. And then you find it later and you're like, this is a $100 item that I can list right now in 10 minutes. Yeah. I think we need uh, we need employees. That's what we <laughs> yeah. need. We need if some anybody wants bees. to work for free, uh, <laughs> hit me up. You can come list all you want. We'll pay you in, uh, what can we pay them in? Uh, you can have all the stuff that is in my donation box. There you go. Get all the donations. It's <laughs> yeah. well worth it. Absolutely. I sell it for a dollar a piece. There's at least 100 things. In there, there you go. <laughs> uh, what a great deal. Yep. So that's gonna be a project for mm-hmm. the next probably week or so. I'm gonna I'm gonna put a uh, picture when it's all done. Okay, and it'll be a bef- you know you've seen the before, right? And take it away, take it away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that does remind me though, we're moving locations soon. Yeah, yeah, very soon. Your very house soon. is done. House is done. Been cleaning it this week. Should start moving stuff in. Uh, probably tomorrow. Okay, and my 
first step will be the furniture that is in my dad's shop so we can have a shop back. Then the next step will be what's in here and then we can move the podcast. Okay. So we're probably looking at a month or two. Uh, Probably not that long. Okay. Probably maybe like, a month. Yeah. Probably probably about a month. Okay. Maybe a month. And when you're watching on YouTube, you'll be like, where, where are these guys? Exactly. It'll be our new studio, uh-huh. which is literally right there yeah, behind you Colton. You can see it right now. <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to look way different. It's going to look, I mean, we can have a permanent setup. We can decorate. Yeah. And I don't have to tear this all down and set it all up every week. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be really nice for you. Real nice. So, real nice. All right. Well, um, I got another picture to show you. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Now, I could have put this in fines or sales. Right. But uh, I'd already put some other stuff on my list. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but I got to talk about this. Yeah, this you literally can't not happened. talk about this. Uh, well, it's another coffin. Right. Or yeah. casket, whatever you want to call it. And when I say another, this is the second one. I'm the coffin king. Okay. I am the coffin king. Uh, um, but now, uh, the reason that probably it didn't end up in fines or sales is because I literally just sold it right. an hour ago. Yeah. Right before I came over here. Um, it's, uh, hey, look, there's Jenna in the background. She made it into <laughs> she, the podcast. Again. <laughs> uh, anyway, this this one is not a legitimate casket mm-hmm. or coffin. It's, this is uh, a decorative piece it's a prop but i mean it's about six and a half foot tall it's full size Mm -hmm. you could actually crawl in it you know like a dracula (laughs) um but somebody homemade this you know right yeah uh i got it well i don't want to say too much about where i got it it came out of an alcohol anonymous house Mm -hmm. that was being torn down right uh i didn't get it out of the house somebody else did Mm -hmm. and it ended up at a place and they're like we don't want this here right who wants this? And I was like, of course I want this. Yeah, you know? absolutely. So I ended up with it. Um, I posted it on Facebook Marketplace two days ago. I got a message that evening. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, I want it. Yeah. Uh, can I come get it tomorrow? I was like, I'm at work tomorrow, but you can come get it the next day. He, you know, sometimes on Facebook Marketplace right, is kind of fishy. But I had multiple <coughs> people after that, like, I think this would be great for, yeah. you know, we decorate for Halloween or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well... I got a guy coming, paying full price. Right. These people are like, you know, trying to get a deal. Yeah. How much would you take? And I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, I got a guy coming full price. If it doesn't work, right. I'll let you know. Maybe I'll come down, which I would have. But uh, I may have talked to, I mean, I don't, maybe we weren't podcasting yet. I don't remember. Anyway, uh, my worst Facebook deal that I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that uh, wicker furniture that my grandma yeah, yeah, gave yeah. to us? Uh-huh. Uh, so I got a message on Facebook saying, I want it. Here's my address. I'll be here at 9 o'clock in the morning tomorrow if you could drop it off. Mm-hmm. I said, great. You've got a deal. Pay in full price. It's in blue. Super easy drive. Mm-hmm. So I get there. Gate's closed. Okay. Call. No answer. Wait for about 15 minutes. And then I'm like, well, I had somebody else who said they could meet up today. Message them. Yeah, uh, we'll take it. Uh as soon as they say they'll take it, <laughs> the gate opens. Oh, and I'm like, man. what do I do now? Just leave. Drive away. <laughs> <laughs> I ended up, I told the people, I said, hey, here's what happened. Yeah. The other people were in McDade. I was like, I'm already here. I'm not going to drive all the way to McDade yeah. for somebody who's paying full price. But yeah, that I hate that when that happens. I've had that happen. And then this was before the reselling days, but I had some gear that I was either selling or trading for other gear. Mm-hmm. And I had multiple people reach out and send me pictures of stuff they wanted to trade. And I would tell them, like, ah, that's not really what I'm looking for, not interested. And every single time it was like, you don't want to get rid of it, then why are you putting it on Facebook? I'm like, I, I put in the description yeah, well, what I'm specifically I want, looking I want for. Cash. Right. Or, <laughs> and even for the trade, I put like specific things I was right. looking for, and they'd send me like a $20 guitar, and I'm selling a $400 amp. Yeah. I'm like, obviously, I'm not going to trade. <laughs> yeah. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. People are nuts, man. Yeah. That. You can you can make good money on there, mm-hmm. man. But uh, yeah, it's just it's you know with eBay, you don't know who you're dealing with. Right. They buy it mm-hmm. and then you ship it. Right. You're you not don't ever have to anybody. deal with them. Yeah. The only time you deal with people, or mm-hmm. I do, like if because I list things and for the price or best offer. Right. So a lot of times, if I get an offer, I don't know how you play this scenario out, but. Say I got something that I want to get two hundred for. Uh-huh. Somebody offers me a hundred. Mm-hmm. I've had it for a while. I'm like considering the deal, right? Or maybe it actually didn't happen with a lot of things that have been sitting a while. Mm-hmm. It's like if I post something, say two hundred again, yeah, 
and immediately I get an offer for a hundred. Yeah. It's a 24 hour offer. Mm -hmm. So I don't accept that offer. It's low anyway. Right. And then I start getting other offers. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times the low ones are just getting declined. Right. But then the other day somebody messaged me. They're like, would you take 120? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, you know, then you had to start dealing with them because I was like, well, I have an offer for 125. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I always wonder if they think I'm lying, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, you easily could be like, no, nah, I already got an offer for 140, so you're going to have to give me 150 or right. whatever. But I'm like, well, I actually do. So yeah. Yeah. even if they think that, they can just say no or mm -hmm. whatever. But that's pretty much the only time you got to deal with people. Right. That now, or they're complaining. <laughs> one of my sales this week, I had sent out an offer on because it had been up for a while. Had a, I think it had like 15 watchers. It was uh, listed at 150, sent out an offer of like 125 probably two weeks ago. Mm-hmm didn't get any bites or, or even like counter offers on that. So then I sent out an offer for a hundred, got a counter. No. So I sent out an offer one for one twenty five. got a counter offer for 75. Okay. Then <clears throat> I countered their offer at a hundred and they were holding steady at 75. They counter back with 75. And normally I don't, I just wait it out because it's item that I know will sell eventually. Yeah. We'll get into more details in the sales later, but I was like, you know what? I paid a dollar for this. Get yeah. it out of here. Get it going. And usually, if you if you ever want to make me an offer, <laughs> figure out if I'm look at my sales and seeing if I'm having a good or a bad sales day. Yeah, because that'll make a world of difference. <laughs> it definitely does. I'm like, I need a sale today. I'll yeah. take your offer. Exactly, exactly. And that's what it was. That was like the biggest sale of the day. And I maybe sold two other things before that that were cheap. And I was like, Yeah, I think I'll take that. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> uh. Interesting thing here from the coffin yeah, king. On the, coffin. Let me, the coffin king. Um, so the guy shows up right before right. we're actually cleaning the the loft, the eBay room, <laughs> mm -hmm. and the dogs start barking. And she's like, "Is he here?" I look out the window. There's a truck pulling him. Uh -huh. Sweet. Um, so I helped the guy go get it. He didn't even look at it. He's like, "Cool." We load it up. Uh -huh. He hands me the cash, and then he's like. If you're wondering why I'm buying a coffin. And I was like, honestly, this is the second coffin I've sold. So I'm not really, you know, it's not that big a deal. Right. But he's like, well, and I thought this was pretty cool. He's like, I own a uh, bookstore in Temple. Oh. And I've been to a bookstore in Temple. Uh-huh. And it's like downtown. And it's kind of one of those, you know, when you're in big, bigger cities, you're on the sidewalk, but then there's stairs that go down. Mm -hmm. It's one of those. Okay. And me and Jenna went to Temple one day. We did a little thrift and went to an estate sale. And then we couldn't find nothing, so we just went to this bookstore. Right. And it's pretty cool. It's like tons of collectibles. They got uh -huh. a comic section, book section, movie section, all kind of uh, memorabilia and things like that. It's a really cool spot yeah. if you're just bored in Temple. Right. But uh, he's like, yeah, I own this bookstore. I was like, is it the one where you go downstairs? He's like, yeah. I was like, that's a cool store, man. <laughs> but he said um, they're buying the coffin because behind the store – or in their building uh -huh. that I guess they have empty space. They're making an escape room. Ooh. Yeah. So dang. that's going to be part of the escape room, All the right. coffin. I'm so like, you can go visit the coffin. So I told him, I was like, I'm going to come check it out. Absolutely. And that'd be cool. But he told me that, I guess when he bought the building years ago, way before that, like the city of Temple owned the building. Mm -hmm. And he said underneath it, in the back area where they're going to do these escape rooms, there's like these big tunnels. I don't know what, what they were for originally, but yeah. he's like, that's all going to be part of it. These huge tunnels Dang. that are part of my property. I'm like, this is going to be sweet. That's incredible. So, ready yeah. to go for an escape room. There you go. Um, monetarily, I got this coffin for free. All Sold right. it for $200. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm, I don't have much ching button. I'll give you a. Hey, it's not a joke. It's real. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that's the coffin, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. Second yep. coffin. Second coffin. I'm I'm looking for the third. Yeah, well, always <laughs> looking, always looking. Um, let's see what you have to say about this. Our neighbor, Elon Musk, just bought Twitter. What you got to say about that? <sighs> so here, here, I told you this earlier, but my initial reaction was I was sitting on the couch. My dad's watching the news. They talk about it, and what I told him was, we've been signed up to get Starlink for a year, mm -hmm. and Which Elon is Musk, Elon's internet, right, right. <laughs> Elon Musk can spend $40 billion on Twitter, but I still can't get dang internet out here. Come on, Elon. What is the deal? <laughs> Colton was telling me before we started, he said, there's a map. 
<laughs> of the coverage area of Starlink. I guess people are already using it. Right. His little satellites up in space, right? Uh-huh. Uh and on the map, we're we're like central kind of kind of east central central Texas. And apparently what like 90% of the country It's or like all of the country except a circle this big around east central Texas. <laughs> and Elon lives in Texas, yeah. in Austin, essentially, I'm, right? I'm assuming. I mean, I know he's got property out by Marble Falls. Uh-huh. I don't know if he lives out there. Right. I heard he just lives in other people's houses. That's what I heard, too. But anyway, it's literally an hour away where he's just hanging out. Right. And we can't get internet over here, yeah. but you got it up in Seattle and Nebraska. Everywhere. 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 Well, yeah. And like even people down the, down the street from us have it already. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't understand <laughs> what's happening. And the worst part is... I'd be fine if I got some updates or if I could, you know, just contact them, even if they never replied, just to know that I said something and maybe they saw it. Yeah. There's no way to contact them. Oh, definitely not. This is the richest man in the world. He yeah. ain't going to be contacted by you. No, I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about the company. <laughs> okay. There's like no customer support. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe that's a good thing. Like, what if you get it and then it's like you need, you got an issue, who you call? Right. You don't, don't know. know. No I'm idea. Go, we're going to go knock on his door. We're going to find you, Eli. <laughs> yeah. I probably shouldn't say anything about the rich man world. Come yeah, get me. You better watch out. Come get me. Get banned on Twitter. <laughs> I don't use Twitter. <laughs> me neither. I wonder what the plan is there. I mean, is he going to try to make it the biggest social media platform? I, I really think it's uh, because he tweeted something and it got deleted. Oh, okay. They he just was, made him mad. He's yeah. like, you know what? I'm buying you. Yeah. That's, I mean, I haven't read into it much, but that's what I heard. And what must that be like? <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Just be like, oh, they made me mad. I'll just buy them for $40 billion. Wouldn't that be fun, though? Like, no. <laughs> no, I'm not saying to own Twitter. I'm just thinking, like, I go to KFC or something and I, you know, I got a bone or something, you know? I'm like, you know what? Y'all made me mad. I'm buying KFC. <laughs> it's mine now. Uh, and that just shows... It's not a good uh, <laughs> analogy, analogy at all. Yeah, I don't know if Elon Musk eats at KFC very often. It's delicious. I don't know. I mean, they still I agree. Got, they got the brown gravy. Oh, yeah. Man. Absolutely. Some of the biscuits with some of that honey on it. I'm starving right now. Oh, if you're going biscuits around, I think churches, right? Churches. Yeah, them. but but if you are at KFC already, have you had their honey that they give you with their biscuits? Nah, I don't guess I oh, have. I haven't been to KFC in forever. Me neither. Although, uh, Moff will tell you that we are all wrong on this. Bojangles is the way to That's go. That's what I hear, but I mean, we can't get it. They're coming. They're coming to I Texas. I did hear about that, yeah. To Texas. I'm uh, kind of excited just from all the talk I hear about it. I mean, honestly, my favorite fried chicken? Oh, Brookshire Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> they got the spicy fried chicken. Yeah, oh, that's oh, some man. good stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> Covering all the topics today. Last week, I mentioned that I needed Kevin Durant to make it to the finals. Mm-hmm. Well, break out your brooms because it's a mess. <laughs> they got swept. <laughs> they got swept. The Celtics beat them in four. So uh, there goes my Kevin Durant investment shame, that I was shame, just shame. hoping just maybe they could win a championship and uh, up some values and right. stuff. But yeah. Not going to happen out in the first round. I think you got some cards in the mail. Yeah, they're in the truck. Oh, you got them already? Yeah, it was okay. some stuff from some breaks. I don't even know what's in there. <laughs> so but, I, I'm assuming we'll have another episode soon with some more reveals. Uh, I haven't. No, I've, I've only sent the two orders to SGC. Those two have been on the podcast. Okay, I will be sending the third order. Not sure when. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when I get those back, I'll do a reveal. Right, but that could be a month or two. Okay, the PSA is still on. No, yeah, nothing. <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> but last week I did the Durant, and he, the Durantula, uh, disappointed me. This week Tatum, because. Tatum oh, dominated. I need to empty my trash cans. You start I, had, I can't never make them anymore. I know. You got I a know, full trash can. I just emptied it like a week ago, but I've been cleaning a lot. So. You got the King Bay Mutambo over there blocking all my shots. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. You suck, Durant. Oh, I'm still man. a fan. I'm still a fan. Well, you got anything else you want to talk about? Nah. All right. Well, segment time. Let's get into some segments. Let's start with. Mr. 
the find of the week? Just tell us what you found. So what I was talking about earlier in Lagrange mm-hmm. uh, was this a slim. This is a PlayStation Two Slim, and this isn't it. So the electronic session. I looked at the pictures. Couldn't see anything I really wanted. Yeah, these are tiny. They're slim. Right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Except there was a Wii on the shelf. I could see that. So I get there, and there's three Wiis. Okay. No, four Wiis. <laughs> All right. Four Wiis, PlayStation, two Game Boy uh, DSs, and then some accessories. Like, I got a Wii remote and some stuff like that. Okay. Lots of right. gaming. And I was number 60 in line, and none of these fools grabbed any of this stuff. Good prices on them? I mean, normally, what, like 15 20 I paid so this didn't have anything with it, no cords or anything, not tested. So it was four dollars. Okay. Uh, the two DSs were ten bucks a piece. The Wii was twenty. Yeah. Then they had a Wii without cords and stuff, which was I think six. So I mean, I grabbed it all. Yeah. I had a that. heavy bag on Friday. <laughs> you got all the cords and yeah. stuff. Well, you that's need the thing. Here, so. I I'm sure that's why a lot of people avoided it. But I've yeah, got, I mean, I got extra controllers, cables. Uh, so. I granted none of the stuff I have tested yet. Right. So it could end up in the duds next week, but for that that price point for parts, yeah, absolutely doing good, doing I'm, good. That is surprising though that you were able to grab it all, being getting in at number yeah. sixty. And I I know for like there's a couple people, <clears throat> the guy that always goes through the DVDs, mm-hmm. he was there and his friend was there, and I know they both resell on eBay. And neither of them went and got it. Yeah. Well, they go to the games and DVDs. I don't first. know what the other guy goes to first. Oh, you're right. I don't either. But the one guy we know right. what he's after. Yeah. Uh, and which was strange because there was a ton of DVDs and stuff. But after he went through, it didn't look like he really got anything. Mm, maybe just a bunch of junk this week. Bunch of duds, I guess. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you because uh, we used to get Wii's constantly. Right. I haven't seen any in a while. What's the market on them these days? Uh, it's not. I mean, nothing's like, it, like was it was during the height of COVID. Yeah, they're about fifty. Mm-hmm. Still all right. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, for a while there, it was like yeah, we got hundred bucks. bucks for a Wii. Pretty yeah. crazy. Yeah, and that was when I was finding them the cheapest too. Mm-hmm. It's nuts. But those days are over. <laughs> now this one, this is a throwback. All right, you ready for this? Yeah. Some Jinkos. Oh, man, I haven't seen some <laughs> Jinkos in a long time. So this was the thing I was talking about that was in a bag that I forgot about. Okay. This came from that estate sale in Giddings that I kept going yeah, to. Yeah. And they had one, the last time I went, they just brought out a tub full of jeans. It was full of Rocky Mountain jeans and then one pair of Jinkos. You forgot about the Jinkos. I forgot about the Jinkos. I paid 50 cents for these. What do you think a pair of Jinkos is going for? Uh, I'm just going to throw a number out and say about 50 bucks. They're going anywhere from 80 to to $100 for a pair of Jinko jeans. Nice. That's nuts. Yeah. So paid 50 cents for these. They're listed for, I think, 85 And they got a couple watchers on them. They've been listed for about a week now. Yeah. They don't seem like fast movers, but... Uh, do these have the huge bottoms? These are These are not... As big as yeah. as they were and at that one point. Maybe like I wonder if you find those. I'm sure. Yeah, those are probably the ones that are going for like 120. Yeah, and because I was looking at them, they look in good shape. And the the bottom cuff mm-hmm. got a little bit of fray, but that's a Jinko, right? I yeah, say like that's they what you always do. had the big bottoms uh-huh. and you stepping on them and yeah. everything. So they look in pretty good shape. It's nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. And seen them. And forever. <laughs> that was a big deal back in the oh, day, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Do you remember how much a pair of Jinkos cost? I never owned a pair. I oh, you no never idea. owned a pair? Uh, yeah, because that, that's what I'm wondering, if it's they were expensive jeans to start out with or it's the nostalgia factor that's making them I, expensive. I don't think they were super expensive. Mm-hmm. If I, I mean, like I said, I never owned a pair. Right. But I remember like back then, like that was all the, you know, the heavy metal guys, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah the goth kids and things like that. Right. But we grew up in a not a very expensive area, uh-huh. and a lot of kids had them, so right. I don't imagine they were super expensive. Yeah. These are, yeah. and I don't, it could just be because they were vintage and more things were made in America back then, but these are made made in America. Yeah. And I mean, a lot of them probably didn't survive, so it's right. probably the value's gone up on them mm-hmm. more than they were just expensive to I begin with. I need to with. see if they're still making Jinkos. I, yeah, I have no clue. All these things we need to do research. Yeah, no, we got to start taking notes. <laughs> we add it to our uh, corrections episode, the things we yeah. research Moff, afterwards. Moff will let me know. <laughs> yeah. It let me know for sure. 
All right, I'm very curious about your finds, so let's get into it. Okay. All right. You you, you were there with, yeah. with me when I picked this up. So uh, in LaGrange, they put the pictures up mm-hmm. beforehand, and me and Colton are standing in line, and he's like, do you see the baseballs? And I was like, yeah, I saw them. I'm, I couldn't, in the pictures, I couldn't recognize any signatures. It was right. three balls behind <clears throat> the counter. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I think they've been here for a while. Uh, nobody's bought them, but you said there were more, like initially maybe like six or yeah, something. something like so that. So somebody bought the other ones and they left these. And uh, this one, uh, I went to the counter after I'd already done everything else in the store, and I'm like, ma'am, can I, can I see those baseballs? She pulled them out. This one was five bucks. Mm-hmm. And the other two were comp- no, just baseballs. They had something written on them, uh-huh. but it wasn't anything good. And I'm looking at this one, and I'm like, I know who this is. <laughs> And uh, it was five bucks, and I get in the truck. I'm like, Colton, do you know who this is? And he looks at it. It's a signed baseball. I don't know right. who said that. But uh, he's like, I have no idea. And I was like, this is George Bush. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a feeling the reason nobody bought this uh-huh. is because they're thinking they're thinking of a baseball player. Right. Like, who is this? The only other thing, other baseball player I could think that would that it could be would be George Bell, who uh-huh. played for the Astros. He's one of the killer bees mm-hmm. back in the day. Uh, but it's not him, right? And when I knew when I saw it, I was like, I know this is George Bush, yeah. And I guess if you're a baseball fan, you know that George Bush actually owned the Texas Rangers. Oh, at one really? Point. Yeah, did not know that. Now this is George W. This Junior. This is okay. This is W. This is Junior. And I wasn't sure when I got the ball if it was Senior or Junior. Right. I just knew it was George Bush. Okay. Um, but then when I started looking at signatures yeah yeah I, could, I was like okay this is w not hw right right um so i did a little research because i knew they've been around baseball they're always at rangers games mm-hmm. sometimes at astros games uh so i did a little research and george bush before he was i guess was he governor or before we talking senior or junior junior uh i don't think he was governor well, whatever he ended up being. Before he was president, he did something. Right. Uh, that's terrible. <laughs> but in 1989, him and some partners bought the Texas Rangers for okay. $86 million. Uh, he sold, I think he sold off all that. He doesn't own any of it anymore, but okay. they're always at baseball games. Uh-huh. Uh, and then I'm wondering, okay, old George Bush, what did he have to do with this? Right. Well, he was a baseball player. Okay. I didn't necessarily know that. But he played for Yale University back in college, uh-huh. and he played in the College World Series in 1947 and 1948. Oh, dang. First baseman. Good. So, a baseball family. Uh-huh. So, when I saw this, like, this makes perfect sense right. that George Bush had signed a baseball. We're in Texas. Mm-hmm. It, it just makes sense. Yeah. So, I knew it was who it was, and I knew it was probably legit. Right. Who's kind of fake, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, no kids. Can yeah. Be like, I'm going to write George Bush on a fake baseball. Fake a baseball, you might go with a baseball player. Yeah. So I paid five bucks for it. Uh, this is in fines, but it actually sold within a day. Okay. I listed it for 200 bucks. Oh, dang. And I took an offer. This is what I was kind of talking about. Mm-hmm. I got offers anywhere from 40 up to the sale, which was 125 bucks. All right. So, That's yeah. what I'm talking about telling you i didn't think it'd be worth that much honestly i'm thinking like 40 50 bucks right but i guess as a president on a baseball it's yeah, kind of so. it's different interesting so and that's an easy pack and ship oh yeah quick flip I put it in a little bag wrapped it uh-huh. shoved it in a box done that's what i'm talking about yeah that's the kind i like now this one yeah uh i wish i knew a rancid song i'd sing for you yeah, I don't think I know any Rancid songs either. So this is a vintage Rancid, you know, the punk band right. um, shirt. It's a Fruit of the Loom tag. Uh, it's not as old as I wanted it to be, uh-huh. but it's still vintage. 2006, which sounds crazy that that's kind of vintage yeah, these days. That's nuts. I mean, I guess almost 20 years ago. Yeah. I guess I'm just getting old. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I picked this up in LaGrange, um, paid... Three whole dollars, and I have it listed for fifty bucks. It's got quite a few watchers in a matter of a week. Nuts! So, yes, yeah. nuts. Pretty cool. Goodness. All right. Well, let's get into the. We got a joint sale. Oh, nice. 
This what is a, the devil is that? <laughs> this is a tape head for a TAC reel to reel recorder. Okay. Uh, there's actually two of them that sold for 50 bucks a piece. Sweet. Sold as is for parts, never tested, nothing, no returns. We're good. All We're right. Done with this. And these things are like this big. Yeah, it looks super tiny. easy ship. Uh, they'd been up for a while. And a couple of people messaged me like, hey, the tape head looks kind of worn. And I was like, I mean, buy it at your own risk. I, <laughs> yeah. I can't test this. If you don't want to buy it, I totally understand. Nobody's pressing you into doing it. But in the description, it says untested as is. Yeah. If you want to make an offer, you can do that. Sure. Uh, so, yeah, both sold for 50 bucks a piece. And we will see the money for that fairly soon. It's almost the end of the month. So Now, s- is this a Bradford? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, it's a three-way deal here. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So... Uh, payouts are coming on the first. All right. And I haven't so I, I still have a lot of his stuff, but I haven't like delved jumped back into it yet. I so. got that stuff you left for me to test. I haven't touched that stuff yeah. yet. We'll get to it, Bradford. Yeah. If yeah, you're we'll listening. Get to it. <laughs> <laughs> and then this was the one I was talking about. I took an offer on. So this is the David Crowder Band Church Music signed vinyl record. Okay, I remember this. I think I paid two bucks for it. At a sale in Roundtop, actually. All right. And I had it listed for 150 And the pricing on this, the way I did it, there was no sold comps on eBay of signed or unsigned vinyl records. Because mm-hmm. this was in press in like 2009, and I think they sold out and never pressed it again. Uh, but there's a website called Discogs that I use for my record collection, and I sell on there every once in a while. And the last one that I'd sold, sold for 100 bucks on there, and it wasn't signed. So I thought, I'll do 150 Mm-hmm. Uh, and it sat for probably about four or five months. I think it got up to like 15 watchers and I would send out offers probably like once a month for 120, 125, never got any responses. So finally this last week sent out another 120, got the 75 and I was like, yeah, let's, let's yeah, get it out of here. Let it go. Yeah. It's gone. $2 into 75 media mail shipping. Yeah. Can't beat that. On something like that. I mean, how many watchers do you say? 15. Yeah, it's pretty decent, Yeah, but it's kind of a niche market. Well, that's the thing. It's got to be somebody who likes that band enough that they want to sign copy and has a record player. Mm-hmm. And that kind of music is not really like a collector vinyl right. music. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just, I mean, I'll take 75 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we brought Bradford up a minute ago. Uh-huh. I forgot to tell you this. When I did that big payout uh-huh. and I paid Bradford a big chunk of money and yeah. i paid you your uh-huh. portion and i paid myself my portion i completely forgot to take out the ebay fees oh no. <laughs> so i overpaid everybody <laughs> so if you're doing consignment uh-huh obviously you got to take out the shipping right don't forget to take out the 10 to 12 percent or whatever yeah. it is you know i completely just completely forgot because <laughs> when i write my notes i put what the item was right what it sold for Minus the shipping. Right. Well, it had been a long time because me and Moff don't work, uh, do consignments as much together anymore. Mm-hmm. And I used to pay him out every month. Right. So I was used to paying people out. Uh-huh. And we sit there and do the math and all that together. Right. It had been a while. Uh-huh. When I did Bradford's, I was like, all right, here's the price, minus shipping, blah, blah, blah. Pay Damn. out. <laughs> and then I realized, like, I probably lost, like, 150 bucks. <laughs> but... Is what I mean. That means everybody got overpaid, right? But his chunk was bigger, so uh-huh. we did lose ah, a little bit. But that's all right. Yeah, all good. It'll, I'm sure we've uh, <laughs> we've, we've all made money. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's okay. But Whew, that just is a heads funny. up if you're doing good assignments, yeah. don't forget. That. <laughs> don't forget. They have apps for that as well. Uh huh. Yeah, I've never one. used the apps. I should use that. I, I just I always sit one. there and let calculate me, it myself. Let me tell you what uh, app I use. E-profit. E-profit eProfit is the app I use. You go in, you type in the sold price. Let's say it's $200. Shipping charge, I do free shipping, so I skip that one. Shipping costs, let's say it's $5. And then what you paid for the item, let's say we paid $3. It will tell you your eBay fee is $24.70. Your eBay fixed fee, I guess that would be if you don't have a store. Yeah, I think so. 30 cents, and it will tell you your return on investment is, why does it say total profit negative 320? Oh, because I put 500 <laughs> on the on the shipping. Okay, so eBay fee 24.70, eBay fixed fee 30 cents, return on investment 
2,088%. So it gives you like a lot of info yeah, on it. Yeah. It'll show your total profit of $167. Mm-hmm. So it's a good little app to use. If uh, I'm sure there are plenty of other ones, but eProfit's the one I use. No, there it's go. good to use for, yeah, like you said, paying people out. And also like if you're thinking about spending big money on something, yeah, <clears throat> you can t- type all that in and see after fees. Mm-hmm. I'll still make 50 bucks off of this yeah. item or whatever. It's a nice little tool. Exactly. All right. Well, speaking of your sales let's get into your sales <laughs> all right okay y'all remember the altuve <laughs> ring from last week mm-hmm. the sga um i only listed one because i'm a i'm a fan i'm uh-huh. a homer so i kept one one's on my desk it looks all pretty and shiny <laughs> but the other one i listed is sold with uh i think it took two days on uh-huh. this one but uh honestly i think i paid 60 dollars for t- a ticket uh-huh. 60 to 65 bucks a ticket these uh, stadium giveaway rings sold for seventy bucks. Dang, more than the ticket. That's so, what I'm talking about. It's essentially, uh, uh, you know, one of the tickets is free. Right. Yeah. Pretty Can't sweet. Beat that. Goodness gracious. Pretty sweet. How much does it like a bobblehead usually go for? That's a stadium giveaway. It depends. Like mm. sometimes I know last year we went to two Astros games. One of them they gave away Jordan Alvarez uh-huh. bobbleheads. <clears throat> the next day they gave away Altuve bobbleheads. Mm. Uh, the Jordan one sold quick, super quick, uh-huh. and for like sixty to seventy a piece, I think. Uh-huh. The Altuve ones took a little longer, and I think those were only going for like forty. Okay, and it's not that he's not a great player, right? It's right. just Jordan's new. There's not he didn't have a lot of bobbleheads. Uh-huh. Altuve's been there forever, right? You know? right. So everybody probably owns an Altuve <laughs> bobblehead <laughs> yeah. by now. So one of them things. Interesting. Yep. Now this next one is a uh, different. It is. Uh, the, look, I got the little tagging and everything. <laughs> yeah. The Resale Brothers. Uh, this is the Ventique Mall, y'all. They uh, had everybody clean out the front of the store so they could repaint the trim and just clean it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. They're going to allow, I think, back in May something, they're going to allow people to start putting stuff, outdoor items back out there. Okay. But uh, thank you, Michael, from Ventique, uh, because he called me and he's like, hey, I think this barn sign... It matches the color they painted the right. building for yeah. one. But he's like, I think it will sell if I put it out front and mm-hmm. actually spell out the letters. Right. And I was like, yeah, cool, man. <laughs> I was like, good. I won't be able to do it for another week or so. And he sent me a picture. He's like, I already did it. I put it out there. <laughs> it's the only thing out in front of the store. And uh, it sold, I think it was two days. It sat out there for two days uh-huh. and sold almost full price. Uh, they actually sold it without my consent. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> no, nah, we had it for 400 bucks, and uh, he messaged me. He's like, I sold it for 350 I hope it's okay. I was like, it's fine. I'm glad because I was having trouble getting to enough money to pay my rent this week. Right. And this sale alone put me way over. Mm-hmm. So I was very happy with the sale. Uh, I got this sign. If y'all remember, I got paid to remove this sign uh-huh. from uh, storage. And uh, yeah, it just sold for 350 bucks. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, buddy. Getting paid for product and then getting to sell it. Hey, that's the best way to do it. Absolutely. You don't even have to buy low, sell high. You just get paid, sell so high. high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you can figure out how to do that on a regular basis. Uh, I mean, you got it made. You got it yeah, made. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's get into the... This dud is not huge, but it's the first time I've done this in a while. All right. And I'm ashamed. <laughs> so this is a Thor backpack. Basically, okay. it's like a hydration backpack. You put one of those little pouches in it yeah, and drink water out of it. I had no idea what it was when I bought it. It just looked <laughs> weird. Never heard of the name. It uh-huh. was five bucks. Didn't have phone service. Even at the back of the store in LaGrange, I couldn't get phone service that day for some reason. So I was like, you know what? I'll take a risk on this. So I bought it. Come home, and a lot of times when I get home from LaGrange, if if I'm early enough and I don't have to run to the post office or anything, the stuff I didn't look up, and I just I'm just curious, I'll make a pile and start looking it up. Yeah, and one of these has sold for five dollars. Oh boy! <laughs> yeah. So it's the first time in a long time that I've made a purchase that was just a complete failure. Yeah, that I'm not gonna make. It. I've I'm, it's already in the donate box. Yeah, that's a complete miss. Yeah. Usually I can make a 
buck or two off of a dud, but this is uh, I would I would lose money if I listed yeah, it. Yeah, shipping it. this is backpacks. You got they got to be worth something mm-hmm. for you, to, especially the bigger ones. This one's pretty small. It probably it may have even gone first class, but after fees, time yeah. spent, not worth it. No. Oh so, well. That's my dud this week. A real and true dud for the first time in a long time. Yeah, mine isn't going to be as true, but it's going to be close. Okay, well, let's get into it. Okay, you supposed to crop it and turn it and make it pretty? You didn't tell me to do any of that. Come on. It doesn't matter. Uh, I picked this up at auction, and um, one reason being, so this is a set of 1994 Marvel uh, Universe trading cards. Okay. And it's all in a binder in the pages. Got all the characters, you know, Wolverine and everything. But uh, one of the reasons I bought this, I listened to a podcast about trading cards and sports cards Mm -hmm. here and there. And, uh, like, they're blowing up. Or actually, they they blew up really, really big recently. Mm -hmm. And it seemed like, uh, and it wasn't all of them, certain ones, you know. But across the board, Marvel and everything had gone up. Uh It was some company buying them. And like listing them super high is basically trying to control the market right. and manipulate it. But either way, the market still went up based right. on that. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't have any more details on that. You can listen <laughs> to other podcasts or look it up. But uh, so I was kind of hyped when I saw these. I was like, ooh, you know, this is an auction. I don't right. know if the people in this auction know about the Marvel card market mm-hmm. has gone up. So I start bidding on it and it says set. You right, know? and I'm like, eh. yeah, you never know. Is it the full set? Is it not? It only had one picture. Right. So, I'm like, even if it's not, maybe there's something I can grade and grade myself out of the money or whatever. Mm-hmm. It went up a little higher than I wanted it to. Yeah. I think I ended up paying like thirty to thirty-five bucks. Uh-huh. I get it home and I'm like, it's got card number one all the way to card one ninety-eight. Uh-huh. I'm like, all of them. Right. Then I look it up, and everything that I've found so far, I got to do a little more research, but it's one to 200 ah. so am i missing the last two cards it seems kind of weird yeah that's like maybe it was something just basic that just said like marvel card set and it was right. a card you know i don't yeah. know but uh, i have to do a little more research on that because i feel like it's probably the full set just misses something stupid uh-huh. but uh when i looked this up when i was doing the auction i must have looked up something else because <laughs> i i typed in what it was but i think maybe there's a flare set and then there's a fleer oh, set. Okay. One is F L A I R, one is F L E E R. So I might have looked up the wrong one. Right. Uh and I, you know, when you're doing auctions, you just yeah, kind of rush it, yeah, you know, whatever. Get sidetracked. This set goes for about fifty bucks. <laughs> Not the hundred and fifty that I was expecting uh-huh. in my head. So I get it home and I look it up and I was like, what in the world did I do? Right, like I right. miscomp this <laughs> bad. But uh I should still be able to get my money back. Right. Maybe make a little bit mm-hmm. if I'm not missing two. Right. I yeah. buy those two for 30 cents a piece or something. Uh-huh. But whatever. I still got some research to do. Maybe there is some stuff I can grade in right. and make more, but I doubt it. I think I'll just sell it as a set for 50 bucks after fees and everything. I'll just break even. Yeah. So, I mean, be done with it. Kind of a dud. I'll go hiking <laughs> with my water backpack and you can just break even on your cards. Deal. <laughs> You catch yourself a deal. <laughs> All right. We got anything else you would like to add? Only thing uh, to add is uh, don't forget to start sending your jokes mm-hmm. in. Um, thank and you all for the follows. If you would like, you can submit two jokes. You can submit your best and your worst joke. It doesn't have to be separate people. You oh, mean, yeah. There are rules on how many jokes a person can submit. I'm going to say there's no limit. Yeah, just send them. Right. right? And I mean, we may not get to read them all, depending on how many jokes you send, but we'll we'll, we'll try our best. Yeah. And, you know, don't just go onto like jokes.com and copy right. and paste 100 jokes. Send we want some us. originality. A little bit of originality. I mean, you if you steal a joke, at least read it beforehand. Just don't copy and paste 100 right. jokes. We're not right. going to sit and read a thousand jokes from one <laughs> yeah. person. So, yeah, find some good ones. We're, we're picking the best and the worst. We will announce the prizes next week. Get your jokes in by May 8th, and we'll announce the winner of the podcast after that. Yeah, and we'll try to make these some good prizes. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, I don't even have a clue what it's going to be yet. Right. It's going to be good. Yeah, it's going to be good. It's going to be real good. <laughs> we'll try to adapt it to, like, everybody. Yeah. You know? 
Because like if it's me, oh, let me just throw a bunch of sports stuff in a bag, and then uh, somebody will be like, I'm not a sports fan. Right. So we'll yeah. try to make it a a good prize for everybody. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, we definitely beat last week's episode. I knew we would. Yeah. Yeah. Last week was short. And like 35 minutes. Uh huh. We earned that one though. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> All right, thank y'all so much for tuning in. You can find my store on eBay at Fierce Inc. You can find Wes's at West Rankin 0420. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at The Resale Brothers. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye, low sale. Hi, y'all. Amen. <laughs>